Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today's guest is Anne Trost, CEO and founder of Without Doors, a unique Charlotte Mason curriculum inspired by successful lessons at Foursquare Community. Anne is passionate about sparking joy in the home education, one family at a time. Anne began her education career teaching in the elementary classroom for several years and has spent well over a decade becoming a veteran homeschool mom. In 2016, she founded Four Square Community, a Charlotte Mason-inspired homeschool co-op that has grown to over 500 local students. Foursquare offers academic and enrichment classes for students in preschool through high school. Beginning in 2019, her husband Matt joined her in leading and serving the growing Foursquare community. Matt brings 20 years of traditional classroom experience ranging from preschool to university. Together, they authored The Book of Centuries, A Personal Timeline of History. And in 2022, Anne created Without Doors. And she is so grateful for God's goodness and faithfulness and gives him all the glory. In this episode, we talk about how homeschooling does not need to look like a traditional classroom. In fact, it does not operate on the same schedule as a traditional classroom does either. Also, in homeschooling, the lessons are efficient and effective. And the focus of Without Doors is to provide a simplified, family-styled Charlotte Mason curriculum for students from first to eighth grade. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Anne has to say. Let's get into the podcast. And today we have Anne Trost from withoutdoorscurriculum.com. And say hello to our guests and tell us what is something you think most people don't know about homeschooling? Well, thank you for inviting me back. I'm really excited to be here for this conversation today. Hi, everyone. One thing that I think that most people don't know about homeschooling is that homeschooling does not need to look like a traditional classroom in your home. And it doesn't need to operate on the same schedule as a traditional classroom because we're reducing that teacher-student ratio down to the size of our family. And in doing that, we gain so much freedom and so many opportunities that you know, you don't have in a traditional classroom. So we're able to have lessons that are really efficient and effective because we're aiming them, we're targeting them right at our kids, right at their learning styles and what they're interested in. And so we're eliminating a lot of time that's spent on, you know, reaching the higher and the lower and the middle students. We don't have to do that because we can target right where our kids are. And then, you know, if we have multiple students, we can unify the family and combine certain subjects and, and all do it together. And so it just looks so much different than a traditional classroom. And, you know, there are different tools available for us as homeschoolers that teachers just aren't able to do to, to find out are, are their students comprehending. We can have our children narrate in their own words right after we read something to them and find out if they miss something in real time instead of having them do busy work like filling out worksheets. And so, so much time is saved and so many opportunities open up when we're, when we're targeting our own kids. 
And I love what you said. You said that you can find out what they've learned in real time. That's been one of the main questions I've heard from parents. How do I know when they have learned? And you basically just spelled it out right now. Just having yeah. them. Yeah, it's it's such an advantage that when you're homeschooling, you every time you read something to your children or every time you teach them a concept, you can have them explain back to you what they've taken from it. And if there's a gap or if there's something missing, you can fill it in right then and there so that they don't progress with holes in their education. You can target it right then and there and, and move forward with a complete foundation. What an opportunity to be able to do that. Because I know Mia's public school teacher, which I still teach public school, I don't have that opportunity to do it right then and there all the time. Like I do have to wait. I eventually sometimes find out a little bit too late and I'm like, darn it, you know, but it's not easy. It's not easy to be able to pin it when you have like 26 kids or you know what I mean? When you have so many kids, you have to kind of keep going. And when your student tells you, yeah, I get it. And then like two weeks later, they're like, what? You're like, oh, and you know, why don't you just yeah. say it right then? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be able to, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do homeschooling that you couldn't do in a traditional classroom. Just like you said, there's just no, it's just impossible to do that in a school setting. Yeah. And you're able to do so much. The name of your company is Without Doors, which I'm assuming that you, you're barely at home. So you're, you're, <laughs> you're probably doing more outdoorsy things, which is fantastic. I think as a teacher, I wish I could do my classrooms outdoors more often without doors, without walls, you know, without any kind of restriction. So how, how did you come up with the name without doors? Was that part of the, 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 the thought behind it? So without doors is actually named off after a quote by Charlotte Mason, who's an educational philosopher and very popular in the homeschooling community. She has a quote that says, never be within doors when you can rightly be without doors. And so the quote itself is inspiring people to go outside. And so part of this curriculum includes nature study. But the other piece to that, that I, I think also goes along with without doors is this is a really unique curriculum that is sort of outside the normal doors of how you would do education. And so it really is sort of like a, a different opportunity for learning and a different, just a whole different structure. And so I kind of wanted people to get that idea when they come to it, that it's, it's something that's outside of what you would normally expect. Yeah, when I hear the name, I just, it like sparks something within me because I'm, I'm such a person who loves to do things outside the box. I just remember being in my classroom when I hit my 10 year mark of teaching and I was sitting at my desk and I'm looking at my, the four walls and I started spinning around in my chair going, no, no, this can't be it. This can't be that this can't be it. I can't be here like for the rest of my life. All I remember thinking is like, I have at least 20 more years. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, no, because it just felt so limiting. And when I hear without doors, I just um, I feel a freedom that comes with that. And so what's your focus of without doors for families? Yeah, um, the focus is to take Charlotte Mason's philosophy, which is really inspiring, and to create a rich curriculum that the whole family can do together, but that also is meeting the different needs of the different levels of students, but is simplifying homeschool for the entire family. So balancing rich and simple. 
And so in order to do that, what I've done is I've coordinated all the different subjects included around a time and place such as early America or the ancient world. And so it's creating a rich, immersive experience. It's a harmony of lessons. So when you're learning history about early America, even down to the subject that you're learning about, when you go to geography, you're also going to be looking at maps of that place. And when you're doing the enrichment, you're going to be listening to a hymn written during that time or about something that has to do with that. And, and so what it is, is essentially taking literature and your study and enrichment and geography and history and Bible and putting them all together. So they coordinate. And it is such a rich, immersive, wonderful, joyful experience to have all of those things coordinated together. It sounds like it gets really in depth. Like you're really digging into this topic. Like you're not just touch and go, touch and go. You're actually taking time to really explore, to dive in, to, to become familiar with what you're learning. And that's actually one of the things that I've noticed about homeschool children is, or adults who've been homeschooled, is that they have a depthness about them. Like, like they don't just know about the subject. I mean, like they know <laughs> the subject yeah. and they know it well, and they know how to ask the right questions to get deeper into whatever it is that they want to learn. And like I've a couple of my friends, they're really well accomplished in their careers. And I do believe it's because of the way they grew up in the homeschool community, being able to just like get deep, really get deep and just learn how to learn and then love a learner who loves to learn for the rest of their life. Lifelong learner. That's what I'm trying to say. Lifelong learner. Yeah. And that that's a huge passion of mine and something that I wanted to pour into this because instead of, you know, there's no clutter in this curriculum. There's no worksheets. It's, it's not a typical curriculum. Instead, you're, you're using art pieces of art to learn history oh. and we're integrating that into it. And so that you look at a painting of something you read about in history, and it really makes that come even more alive for you. And, and so if a student is into art or music or handicrafts or writing down words, there's, there's something for everyone here. And if it's not your thing, it doesn't take over the whole curriculum. It's just a piece of the feast of your education. It's like all of these things fit together to make a beautiful, rich feast of learning. And so you don't miss out on some of these things and you learn as a child, how to look at art. So when you go to an art museum as an adult, you know how to engage with the art. And so I think the philosophy behind this is how do you teach children the way that to honor them, the way that they will use it as adults, instead of teaching them for for, to take tests as children. And then, you know, as adults, we don't, we don't take quizzes all the time when we learn something or we don't write it all out. But we do engage with some of these other things. We look at maps or, you know, different things. And so to try to integrate that for children and students and so that they're prepared to be lifelong learners, that is, that's one of the goals of it. I love your goal. I love your goal. <laughs> Can you walk me through like what it would look like a lesson that you would start to end like a lesson yours look like just one? So another thing that's different about ours is what we do is all the things, all the lessons for the week are on a two page spread. And so um, the book will have a lot of your resources for you. So 
it's it includes the art it includes the poetry it includes a lot of things in the book but then there is a weekly plan so for every week you will look at a very nice and beautiful two-page spread and each subject has its box and so then what you can do is you can set your schedule throughout the week which subjects you do each day but it's very manageable you know another thing is that we put into this is kind of the principle or i put into this is, are the principles of minimalism where more is not always better. So we reduced it to what is the heart of it so that we're, we're balancing that there's one book and the experiences that you have in this one book really kind of fit together to kind of create a puzzle. So I guess to answer your question a little more clearly, you know, they're reading from living books for each of the different subjects, but then they're also for history, instead of memorizing dates, they're adding dates to a book of centuries. So we're not training children that they have to memorize every date in history, but we are teaching them that that history is important. Those dates are important, but don't worry. You don't have to memorize them, but we want you to write them down. And over time, they start to see that these dates, oh, this King of England was at the same time that this was happening in America. And you start to see the web of history intersect. And so we're teaching them that history is important and that it matters, but that it's not to memorize for a test and then move on to the next thing. And then with geography, they're doing map drawing. We guide them through and they create these beautiful maps that are watercolored and oh, wow. they're, they're keepsakes. And so that's another piece. Um, oh. Each week they're doing a hymn study or a, an artist study or a composer study. And so they're listening to classical music that coordinates with that time and place or a hymn. They're doing handicrafts like creating a recipe that they ate on the Oregon Trail, something that makes it come alive for them. Um, And then, yeah, so, and then they're, they're reading literature, historical fiction that will take them to that time and place. And they're doing copy work, meaningful quotes from scripture and from you know, from their Bible readings or from the history. And then they're learning how to articulate what they're learning. Like I was saying before, they, they say it in their own words. So we really guide and encourage them to do a lot of narration in place of worksheets and quizzes so that again, you can hear in real time. And then lastly, there's nature study where they're reading nature lore, which is written by a naturalist and getting them excited about, it's sort of like a narrative story about birds or trees, but it's interesting and engaging. So you're learning facts, but you don't feel like you are because it's not a dry book. It's a story. And then they're going outside, they're nature journaling, they're doing nature prompts. So it's such a joyful education. It sounds so peaceful too. And it sounds like it just flows. And I completely understand what you're talking about. We're not adding too much stuff and keeping it minimalistic. It also gives parents the opportunity to be a little creative also and add a little bit of themselves in there. Yes, exactly. Because I think instead of making you feel overwhelmed with the curriculum and feel like you're not measuring up, you can feel and your student can feel successful. And then you can add in the things that you're passionate about or that suits your family. So yes, I did want to make room for people to make it their own. So intentional. What inspired you to do this? Because first off, I know minimalism takes a lot of thought. Like it doesn't happen easy to be minimalistic. It's actually easier to pack than Uh to be minimalistic. So it takes a lot of thought and a lot of, you know, concentration, understanding of the subject to be able to actually pull out the things that are going to be important. So all means realize like it's, it's probably harder to minimalize it and to still give a rich and 
beautiful and flowy uh, curriculum and also allow parents to have that freedom to add a little bit of their own personality. Like where did that inspiration come from? How did you even like come up with it? Well, you know, God gave me a vision for what this would look like. I, I mean, I literally woke up with, you know, with a vision for how this could all come together. And I mean, it's very, it's very strongly inspired by Charlotte Mason's philosophy of education. And she in and of herself is an inspiring person with, you know, she's written books about her philosophy. And so she's naturally inspiring. And I incorporated a lot of her ideas that I don't take any credit for, but I also created a co-op in 2016 in my area. And um, it has really flourished and grown. And I have had the opportunity to create curriculum for the families and for the people participating. And so I, I was doing that for several years and then 2020 hit and I had a friend who was unexpectedly homeschooling her, her middle school daughter. And so she reached out and asked for my help. And so I ended up adapting what we were doing at our Charlotte Mason co-op and kind of put it together to help her out. And it turned out that she and her daughter is sparked joy for them. And her daughter didn't really enjoy school. And she just was thriving in this program. And um, so my friend said, you know, I really think this would be a blessing to people. And I think you should put it together. And so I prayed about it. And God, like I said, gave me this clear vision, how to adapt it and how to put it together for people who have, you know, who aren't a part of our community and don't take our classes. And so that's how this kind of came together. Um, And and that's what we're doing at our co-op is we're, we're coordinating all the, the subject areas together. And it has been so beautiful for my own family and my own children. And I learn alongside of them. I learn with them. And it's just been a joy for myself to learn in this way. And, and for my kids to not have so much clutter when you're trying to jump from all different, you know, you're learning world history and you know, American literature, it's a lot of, you know, you're, you're in a lot of different places. And so it is, it is really, really neat to put it all together. That is so cool. I love that. You know, as we're wrapping up, what's the call to action? Where can they find you? Where can they find your resources? Where can they connect with you? So I, on my website with outdoorscurriculum.com, you can find more in-depth information about the curriculum and about the different books that are available. And there's a video of the curriculum in action showing, you know, what you can expect if you use this at home. And then in our shop, we have apparel curriculum. We have our own original book of centuries, which is that timeline notebook I was, I was talking about. And so there's a lot of great stuff in our shop. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. So, and I will add all of those links in the show notes. And did you, are you still having that 10% off uh, the curriculum with the coupon code? Yes. Homeschool advantage. You can get 10% off for a limited time that will work on everything in the shop. That's fantastic. Oh, and thank you so much for coming on this show and just sharing so much of your wisdom. Is there one thing you would like parents or homeschooling families to take away from our conversation today? I would say, I would like to encourage families, don't miss the joy in the journey of homeschooling. God has created our children with unique gifts and with with interests, and it is such a unique opportunity to be able to spend time with our children and to, to customize their education, to spread an educational feast before them and to help prepare them to be lifelong learners. And so if your curriculum is not 
giving you joy. Make sure that you seek out a curriculum that brings joy to your family because the homeschool life is an abundant life. That's the kind of life that God has for us. And he has it for us as we homeschool too. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. That was awesome. Thank you so much for just sharing your wisdom and all of your testimony and just your experience and your resources. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a great conversation. Awesome. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.